to the Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire, and I don't have any of my defenders or defendees. I don't know what we're calling ourselves now <laughs> with me, but I have a very special guest with me again. It's Christine from the other Murdoch papers. Hello. Applause. Yes. Yeah, we switched to that. Claire did the intro this time, and I did the intro last time. It's a, it's a true collaboration of two <laughs> podcasts is. coming together to talk Daredevil. Absolutely. So, yes. Yeah. And so Claire. we're going to talk about part two today, yes. which came out yesterday. It did. And uh, last time we played the trailer in the background just so we could get in the mood, but we decided that this time, well, it is kind of long and there wasn't that much dialogue in it compared to the first one. So we're just going to skip that and we're just going to imagine you can just play it in your heads as you're listening. So Yeah, we'll, we'll, try, we'll read some of the dialogue maybe yeah. in our best impressions. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew. No, you should do Electra because she has kind of a, a French British accent and, and I, I don't oh. do those. Hello, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sexy, Claire. That was just so sexy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, maybe we should start where you mentioned that you got some feedback from our last podcast. Yeah. So uh, Christine hasn't heard this yet, but I got a little private message from um, uh, a previous guest and, and listener of uh, the Defenders podcast, um, Nutty. And she messaged me to say, um, I'm listening to the Daredevil trailer breakdown. Did anyone tell you the carousel is in Corona Park, Queens? Ooh. So this was the carousel we were wondering about. And then she said it's on the other side off the Grand Central, uh, off the other side of the Grand Central from the spaceships in Men in Black. So it's oh. near where the spaceships are featured in Men in Black. And then she said the horses are all handcrafted. Um, it went through a big restoration a few years back. May have been part of the World's Fair, which the spaceships were part of. The Globe 2, as seen in Captain America. Oh, wow. I'm guessing Captain America, the first Avenger. Can That's I just say cool. that that was way more information than I expected that we'd get? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nutty's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's, fantastic. That's awesome because I never would have worked out that it was that one from Queens. So, no, yeah. No, yeah. So thank you, Nutty, for sending us that. That was cool. Thank you. Then, yeah. Now we know. Very now helpful. Yeah. So um, I guess this trailer is all or mostly um, about Electra and what she's yeah. doing in, in Matt's world. What is she doing in Matt's world? She shows up in his apartment, and that's that's where we begin. Or that's actually where we ended last week too um, i like that it flows directly into the second trailer I yeah yeah i think so too because then you can i'm sure that, are they gonna release the them trailers. together as like one <laughs> five minute thing yeah you know and then also of course last year they also released like individual you know teaser clips which i'm assuming they're gonna do too eventually yeah i hope so uh, yeah. which actually we should we remind like the motion uh, posters haven't we for yeah parents. yeah i liked electra's motion poster was awesome yeah, it was really good. I really liked it. Um, I, I didn't like. I didn't understand why Karen had a skull on the desk. <laughs> I think that was supposed to just the Punisher. Yeah, I think the Punisher, yeah. and then to I don't know evoke like a a painting from bygone eras. Although I don't know why they want to do that, but it just made me think of Hamlet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like unless for Ben Urich, yeah. I knew him well. <laughs> but isn't there another famous painting where there's where there's a skull on the desk? Oh yeah, there's there's a uh, few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although there's one, there's the one where you have to hold it at a certain angle and you have skull appears, yeah. like a very old painting. I can't remember what it's wow. called. Maybe it's that one. Nice. Yeah. No, I think it was, it was probably just a nod to the Punisher and it was, it was probably just made that way to look cool for all we know. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, I was going to say, um, oh yeah, the motion posters and clips and stuff. Yeah. I was going to say that actually right now 
we are three weeks out from the, uh, yeah. So by now, in exactly three weeks, it is 9.30 my time. Um, and it actually comes out in, in Sweden, which is on um, uh, Central European time. Uh, it will be released at nine in the morning, which is perfect. So yeah. I will be uh, almost done watching the first season this time in three weeks. And I took the day off from work, of course. So I haven't taken the day off, but I don't have a job for Friday. So I will just do my usual thing of waking up far too late yeah. and <laughs> lounging around all day. Yeah. Well, you won't yeah. be lounging. You'll be watching. Daredevil. I, I will be yeah. watching, probably jumping up and down in my seat, which is what I was doing when I was watching this second trailer. <laughs> I was literally bouncing up yeah. and down, going, oh, ninjas! <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was uh, much better than I'd hoped. And can I just say this? Because we were, you know, just let's just get it out of the way. I am, I so far, I'm just loving their take on Elektra. Uh, I you, think, wait, 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 wait. Let's just listen because all your listeners just gasped. <laughs> they were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Christine likes Electra. Yeah, no. I mean, like I mentioned last time, I did name my cat after Electra, although that was mostly yes. because of her fur, her coat color, really. But um, <laughs> because I have my cat Murdoch, who's, who's red, and then I have Electra, who's, who's dark and a girl. And of course, I had to have her you know, give her name from, from Daredevil. So, of course, that was uh, Electra. But anyway, like, like I mentioned last time, I mean, she's such a kind of a complicated character and mm -hmm. they're doing something with her that I didn't expect, which is actually infuse her with a lot of like snarky humor. And I'm like, yeah, that was unexpected and fun. Like, yeah, I'm thinking they're going for she's not like, just an ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that. She's not because I was saying, like, how do how do you combine um, like the nice girl, Electra, you know, all innocent, then turning like full villain. And I think they're actually going more towards the interpretation uh, that we saw in um, the Man Without Fear miniseries. Although mm -hmm. I don't, here's the thing, I don't actually like Electra from that miniseries because it's like, I like, I, I, I hate the way she's drawn. <laughs> First off, sorry, John Romita Jr. Uh, I don't like the way she's drawn. I don't, um, for me, it's incomprehensible that Matt would fall in love with Electra as she was then. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I do like that she's got this sort of, I mean, this cocky, cocky, playful attitude. And she actually does talk because I was thinking, you know, when we we're talking about this last time, I was like, well, you know, she's usually the kind of character who doesn't even have that many lines. She's just walking around being all mysterious. And I'm thinking, hey, this could this could actually work. Like she's talking, it's kind of snarky, it's kind of cocky. She obviously likes killing people. She's not ashamed of that. <laughs> it's yeah. just, um, yeah. I mean, I was just like, well, this could be interesting. And I also love. I mean, if we we're gonna get into like the beginning of the trailer, is how Matt is not at all happy to quote unquote see her like yeah. at all. Yeah, he's like, bitch, get out of my apartment. <laughs> so I love that we get snarky Matt at the start yeah, of the trailer. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, um, anything you want to add to that? <laughs> just... Um, no, I really like the way, um, from what we see as well. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I just from the trailer, I feel like I can see the influence Stick has had on both of these yeah. characters. I know yeah. that's a really weird thing to say. Yeah. But I can feel that she maybe picked up some of. They both picked up some of their snark from Stick. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, and I, 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 yeah, I'm just really interested, particularly to see how these two, how they kind of hook up. If we see like yeah, a college yeah, flashback, yeah. which I'm assuming we will, yeah, um, yeah, I, 
Yeah, I'm very intrigued. One of the bits in the trailer particularly intrigues me, which I'll I'll, I'll skip forward to now mm-hmm. just briefly, is, you know, it looks like we see a second costume from Electra, and a lot of people have get, uh, speculated yeah. that. And I'm kind of hoping that that's a costume she has already, because the other option is that Daredevil, you know, Matt's like, hey, come and meet Melvin, or he'll make you a new yeah, costume. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping that's not the case because it feels a bit too much like Arrow, which yeah. I don't watch Arrow, but I know like it's like, and this person should get a costume and this one. I kind of <laughs> hope it's something she already has and that she's kind of an established, established in her role as an assassin. It's just yeah. that Matt may not be aware. Yeah. No, he, I, she she looks fairly established to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, of course, in the comics, you only have, well, you do have maybe several sets of a costume, but it's like one particular look because apparently branding is very important if you're going to be a superhero like you need to have a a, you know you need to have a brand you need to be you know um uh have that kind of um uh sort of be recognizable (laughs) to your fans yeah this is my look nobody else can take trademark that's why they do logos yeah (laughs) but uh yeah but yeah she does have that one that looks a little bit different at the end but it doesn't look like at least, unless I missed it, I did watch this at quarter speed too. Um, <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like the one from the comics, though, which is probably good. no. It's definitely got yeah. red on it. Yeah, we see there's a bit of red as she moves. Yeah, but then we also see red um, in the bit where they're looking down at the the big hole. Yeah, uh, but I think maybe that's the costume from earlier, and it's just like the red sort of face scarf yeah. she wears under the black top. I don't know. Yeah, wait, see, but yeah, that one sort of on the rooftop with Daredevil looks yeah. very different. Yeah, she's uh, she's very fierce looking. Um, so, do we? Do you want to? I guess we start at the beginning now. Do we want to just like maybe um, just walk through this one? <laughs> yeah, too, yeah. There, I, was a, there was a lot more shots in this one. Yeah, <laughs> there's. Like, yeah, I was noticing that too when I went through it today um, at work. Sorry, people I work for. <laughs> <laughs> and there's screenshots of everything. Like, I've, I've had a bad week at work. Like, it's, I mean, it's been good, but it's like, I, I've been, I've been slacking off more than usual. On the other hand, this is a I, I work a lot, so it, it's, it's not like, it, it evens out. Uh, but I was, um, I was going through it, and, uh, yeah, I noticed that it took, and even though you don't get, like, a, a screenshot of every single frame, or scene even, or even angle, uh, I noticed that it, took a lot more of them to complete the trailer this time than, than last time. Um, yeah. But one thing, just like if we're pointing out details that I actually kind of appreciated about um, uh, right at the beginning when uh, Matt's facing her and she's like moving around, it's how mm-hmm. he kind of moves with her because yeah, it he looks very that. like in, in the whole like paying attention to detail kind of thing. It looks very sort of deliberate, like, you know, like he's following He's facing her, but he's like following her voice. But it looks—I um, mean, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it, it yeah, just yeah. like it just looks like they. I mean, because every it's so important with the details, and I think it just sort of um, how he uh, uh, he like you're reminded of the character's blindness in this particular scene, where it's very deliberate that it's like, well, I am now turning. I'm I'm following you because that is what convention dictates. But it's sort of it's a very deliberate kind of thing uh, that yeah. he's doing, and I, I just kind of I just like the little detail because it's uh, it's uh, good work by the actor. Yeah, it's not it's not um, it's very subtle. Yeah, like it. yeah. Um, and then of course they're having coffee, which is like whoa, that's yeah, that's more normal life than Matt's had in like all the first season. 
oh, yeah, exactly. It also like in this bit when they're yeah. sitting in um, having coffee, it looks in the background like there's a tarp on one of the buildings behind. Yeah. I can't work out as a tarp or not. If it is, I really like that because it's kind of a bit of continuity from season yeah. one yeah. in that Hell's Kitchen is still being repaired, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, I like that. Yeah. When we saw the building works in in season one, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And this, of course, is when she's telling him, um, he's asking her, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And um, and I guess she is like, you know, you fight better than anyone I know. And I have information. The Yakuza never left. Yeah. And he's like, that's impossible. Because, mad, way to, like, overestimate the fact that you can't know everything about everybody. But, I mean, that's typical Daredevil, <laughs> though. He's, he's very, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his arrogance gets the better of him a lot of times in the comics too so it's like that's impossible like, don't about in New York City one guy last season yeah <laughs> that was all of them I know no, well maybe he's been busy you know in between seasons doing some more of it I don't know but it, it, it's really sort of like no there can't be a single person left in the city because I would know no you wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I like that. I like your confidence, Matt. I like it. It's it's funny. Uh, and of course, she goes, "No, you didn't. They just hibernated and watched you take out all their enemies. Now New York is ripe for the taking. Yeah. The the Big Apple is ripe." Also, is uh, interestingly, Peter Shinkoda tweeted that um, that quote mm-hmm. yesterday. Ooh, did New he? York's ripe for the taking. It's ah. like, <gasps> and you were thinking by you. Here's what Claire and I have been talking about, whether, you know, Nobu will rise from um, from the, well, something. I hope uh, so. Yeah. I, uh, Peter Shinkoda, friend, friend of the show, by the way, yeah. I will say, <laughs> because uh, he was an awesome guest. I really hope he comes back. And I did actually joke with a, a listener, uh, I had Peter on Twitter, that if he came back, you know, resurrected, he would yeah. not be Nobu, he would be Nubu, which is <laughs> N-E-W-B-U, <laughs> Nubu. <laughs> Oh, that's clever. It's terrible. Well, so I also joke that when he was killed in season one, he was not Nobu. He was no more boo. So, yeah. you know, yeah. he was dead. It's terrible. I'm turning into my co-host Robin with all terrible puns. I'm oh, no, that's, that's fine. Um, and uh, in a way, of course, Matt is in, I guess, disbelief. And, and he's also, if we do this, nobody dies. Do you understand? I guess he's uh, he's uh, between season one and two, or maybe well, he, this probably happened during season one. But he's I guess uh, developed a, a code of conduct um, in which uh, nobody dies is the the rule, and of course that's that's one of those things that I mean I know Spider Man has, has said that in, in mm-hmm. the comics, and I mean uh, Matt has probably voiced something similar. Uh, and it's going to go directly against the Punisher, obviously. Yeah, and but one of the things. Um, I mentioned, and I did this um, in my previous post from um, yesterday morning. I just, because uh, I'm doing these, like, I'm looking, I'm going back and, and looking at things from season one. Mm-hmm. And because uh, uh, the scene that I brought up in that post is the one from, from episode two, or the first season where uh, Matt pushes the Russian from Claire's roof into the dumpster. Yeah, yeah. And... How, yeah, and how he really, like, I mean, of course, he knows the dumpster's there. Absolutely. I mean, and he knows, well, okay, if I push him down, he's going to fall in the dumpster. But he doesn't really seem to actually care whether the guy survives or not, because there's, like, there's no guarantee he's going to survive a fall like that. Yeah, well, there's no guarantee he's going to survive dropping a fire uh, fire extinguisher on his head either. Yeah, none whatsoever. (laughs) And in that scene, Claire's like, you know... You killed him, and he stops to listen. But it's like yeah. it wasn't like he stopped to listen. You know, like like he decided to stop and listen. It was more like just to reassure her that he didn't die. But it was like 
in the beginning, it, it seems very clear that he doesn't really care whether, you know, the people he's up against, whether they live or die. And I think that's kind of, it's an interesting, um, and of course a lot of season one is kind of about that is how he, he's trying to find his place in this world and with this mission that he's got. And I think uh, once we get to season two, that will have sort of solidified into like, maybe not something he's got written down, but a sort of a, a code of conduct where he can kind of live with himself, like do good work and not beat himself up too much. And apparently not killing anyone is something he has now settled uh, on, um, which of course last season he was still, he was talking to father Lantham about like, you know, killing the Kingpin. He, you know, says it explicitly that he's maybe thinking about killing him. Um, mm. So I guess he's come a long way um, since, which of yeah. course, yeah, provides a good contrast for the Punisher and then also Electra, obviously, but, um, but interesting. <laughs> Hi everybody, we're back. Uh, sorry, we had some some sound issues. Uh, let's just uh, where were we, Claire? Oh, <laughs> uh, I think I. Oh, I don't know. Where were we? Oh, I was saying that we had um, we see this fight scene that takes place in a hallway, mm-hmm. which is like I don't know, just reminded me of season one. Yeah. Um, and I I will mention I, I spoke to Chris Brewster, Charlie Cox's stunt double. Um, last week and I actually asked him about you know stunts in season two and are they sort of looking to build up upon the infamous hallway fight and he said there is something very very cool in season two that's very big yeah and very cool um which I'm really looking forward to me too actually I think all of the fight scenes so far have looked really really cool I mean from what we've seen and I think also that me I don't remember if you mentioned this last time or not but it's kind of a relief to see after like watching the last episode of the first season where that final scene in the suit just wasn't mm-hmm. as dynamic as what we've seen before. And it seems now that from what we've seen, it's it's much more true to Matt's fighting style, like yeah. when he was in the black costume. In a good way. Yeah, so. which is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, so he's doing a lot of that. Then, oh yeah, and then we have, um, right, I think we mentioned this before um, the technology failed us. Um, I guess that's, uh, at first I thought it was someone other than Electra, actually, but it is Electra. Yeah, in a me bar. too. Um, but it took a while. Like, you had to watch it a couple of times because at first I thought it was uh, someone else. Um, and I was actually thinking that could have been, like, Lady Bullseye or someone, but... Well, it's funny because you yeah. said that because, like, later on in the trailer, mm-hmm. which we'll get to the yeah. scene, you know, where Electra pulls down her her mask and asks yeah. if Matt's hungry. But when she's in that outfit, just like without the mask, but with the dark hair yeah. and the the black jeans and sort of the black sort of tank top, she looks like um, Echo, like yeah. Maya Lopez, yeah. a lot. Yeah, she just she needs really like does. the white the white wraps and the feathers and yeah. like, the, the face paint. Yeah, but it's very similar to that costume. Yeah. Um... But anyway, uh, the next, like, then it cuts to, like, this is when, while she's talking about the y- Yakuza and how they're back, and then you see mm-hmm. the scene of, like, these men with, like, twine around their fingers and... Around the pinkies, yeah. yeah. What is that? Yeah. Am I just, like, like, the closest one? Or? It's, 
No, no, it's like in the, the traditional Yakuza thing where I think it's a punishment oh. that they are forced to cut off their own pinky finger. Ah. So, But there's a few of them doing it, so I'm wondering if it's like maybe not a punishment, it's something to show their this loyalty yeah. to the Yakuza. As far as I know, I think it is a punishment traditionally. But, or I thought maybe it's, you know, they're being told off by someone and he's like, oh, you've all failed. And maybe it's the, the Yakuza gang we see later in the trailer. Yeah. And they go up against Daredevil and, you know, and Elektra, they get beaten. And so, you know, he's like, well, you have to cut off your pinkies because of that. Yeah. Maybe that's that's what it is because there's a few of them doing it by the looks. Yeah. Wow. You are better informed on, on you know. I, I know I only know a lot of that because of um, reading Kabuki by David. Oh, Mack, OK. Which she bites off her own pinky and eats it because Kabuki's. Because yeah. that's just what you do. She's, she's hardcore. Yeah, that is very hardcore and, and weird and oh yeah. She does it as a distraction and it works because if someone ate their own pinky in front of you, you would be like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, it's kind of like that attention test with like the gorilla walking through the basketball court, yes. except it's with someone biting their own finger off, which is way more yeah. distracting. Except yeah, I guess you're supposed definitely. to notice the gorilla, but like, oh yeah, I mean, the thing you're supposed to be focusing on is how many times the ball switches the hands or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, human attention. It's an interesting topic. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, we were cutting to a bunch of different scenes of like men walking in a parking garage. Uh, we have yeah, a, so I there's the bit where we see there's like police cars everywhere. And I assume yeah. this is outside Matt's apartment, just from putting it together with some of the yeah. scenes we get later where yeah. Foggy and Karen are looking yeah. up. And then Foggy's running up the stairs yeah. and like, Matt, you know, and all this. Yeah. So something goes on at Matt's apartment, which is interesting because it's kind of bringing together his mm-hmm. dead and his Matt Murdock personas, you know? Yeah. Which, of course, could be someone like, yeah, like trailing Electra back to his apartment because he obviously know, yeah. knows where she lives. And if she knows where he lives, when, you know, then other yeah, people exactly. might know that too. And, of course, Stick knows where he lives. And, yeah, it's it's out there in the, bat, in the wrong kind of circles. <laughs> Maybe the Punisher finds out where he lives. And then we cut to, I just want to mention this briefly, like that scene of Matt listening, because I just want to point out that they're using the same effect that they did last Mm -hmm. season of like, they're kind of blurring his ear a little bit where it's like, he's hearing something, uh, which I just, I think it's a cool effect. So I I wanted to like put that out there. It's a good way to do it visually. Yeah. 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 Um, It's very cool. And there's a lot of motorcycles um, and the next scene we get yeah, and like we get this, this dogs of hell gang, don't yeah. we? Um, apparently, I didn't know this, but someone pointed out the dogs of hell gang uh, motorcycle gang was also mentioned in Agents of Shield, which I don't remember. Oh, but yeah, I don't either. That's quite cool because it's a. Uh, I think it was in like one of the Asgard episodes, mm. like. But um, I don't really know them from the comics. If they're in the comics, but it looks like they're going to be like the Hell's Angels of yeah. Yeah. the MCU. But I, I was like, oh, that's cool that they've sort of done a, a, a little mini Easter egg tie into Agents of Shield, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it looks like there's a lot of. It looks almost like we've got two motorcycle gangs because we've got like these guys, and then it looks like the Yakuza on the motorcycles yeah. later. Yeah. So it's almost like this gang gangland motorcycle. Yeah feud thing yeah well the motorcycle gangs always seem to be in on a lot of this stuff mm. so, i mean i know in, in sweden we have a lot of motorcycle gangs that take each other out <laughs> yeah <laughs> you think this is a peaceful country it's not no, but <laughs> no i know <laughs> yeah. all the myths i thought yeah. about sweden are being yeah. destroyed <laughs> we do have our motorcycle gangs it's uh <laughs> it's the hell's angels versus the banditos those are the big two yeah yeah 
but that's mostly a West Coast problem. So um, not where I live. We just have where I live. We just have uh, we do have our fair share of murders, actually. Which is scary. Let's not talk about you that. Need to, you need to, to become a vigilante, Christine. I do. Well, yeah, like I said, I have been working out a lot. So maybe Ooh, in, a, in another year. I'll, yeah, but seriously, I'd like to take like Muay Thai or something. Or like just, you know, I want to learn how to kick somebody's ass. And then, of course, I never would. But it'd be nice to know how to it in case I ever had to. But yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of kicking ass, uh this scene where we cut back to like Matt and Electra talking in that diner, she mm-hmm. is freaking gorgeous in that shot. That oh, is like, yes, she is so incredibly beautiful. I just have to point that out. She's also got like this kind of twinkle in her eye, mm-hmm. you know, like she's very playful and yeah. I, and I don't, when I say playful, I don't mean as in would have a, yeah. a, a fight in a playground in front of children like in the movie i mean she's got this this kind of playful twinkle in her yeah. eye, which i really like for the character and yeah. i and i love her accent even though yeah. it's not greek it's it's french yeah. um because she's got the same voice that you mm-hmm. get from um one of my favorite actresses is um ava green when she yeah. speaks in english is that even if she's trying to do an english or american accent mm-hmm. you've got that underlying french yeah. and i know Elodie young is is half french um which yeah, I just oh, I'm so excited for Electra, and I'm really surprised as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't, like, didn't oh. expect to. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm thinking like, wow, they they nailed her. Like that's how you want her to be. Uh, I'll still point out, I still don't think the character should ever have her own TV series no, or no, film. No, but I'm excited for her to be in this show. Yes, yes. Um, I am too. And she, yeah, well, she's uh, she's paying like I don't know, playful cop, and Matt is a grumpy mm. cop. He's very grumpy. Yes. He doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to do that. Uh, and then, of course, we cut to uh, some, I guess, yakuza. And here is a lady leading the pack. And I'm thinking, mm. could this be Lady Bullseye? I don't even know. I, I got have the some idea info it. about yeah. her. So um, it's not actually who she is, but yeah. the actress. So this is the mm-hmm. one at the front with the blue lipstick. Yeah. The actress's name is Jean. Uh, I'm going to completely butcher her name. Jean Arana Tree. And I only know that because Philip Silvera had posted the trailer uh-huh. um, on Facebook and I liked the post. And one of the people who also replied was was Jean and she was really excited mm. um, because she got some really good uh, FaceTime in the trailer. Yeah. And she said it was all thanks to Philip Silvera. Um, and then I told her she had pretty awesome blue lipstick and she was like, thanks. <laughs> so um, so that's the, the actress. So I oh, cool. don't know if she's going to be a main part. I think she is... Um, a, a stunt, a stunt person. Yeah. Um, rather than an, okay. an actress. Yeah. So, I, okay. because it sounds like she's worked very, very closely with with Philip Silvera, so I think maybe she's one of his team. Yeah. But I love her look with the blue lipstick. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very so awesome. Yeah, it's very fierce. Uh, to quote yeah. Tara, <laughs> I'm re- I'm really excited to see what's what's happening here. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. No, I did. I looked for her in the credits uh, on IMDb, which is, of course, inconclusive, as we've already established. Mm. Um, uh, I didn't find anything on her. So I'm sure it's just a minor thing. But I don't even know why I got that. And it's, it sounds like I, I would be excited for Lady Bullseye to show up. I really wouldn't. But I just got yeah, it in my yeah. head that... No, no, no. I, I mean, I would. I mean, if if that would were to happen, I'm sure it would just be like a weird cameo where someone mentions... 
like you know someone by the last same last name as that character civilian identity or something. I mean, it would be very very sort of basic. So no, it's not something I would hope to happen. It's just uh, it it did was a thought that occurred to me uh, earlier today. Um, uh, and of course, uh, next we have Matt Murdock, trapeze artist. Yes. Oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> this is so cool. So good. Well, there is a gene yeah. tree on IMDb, but uh, there's nothing listed for Daredevil, and I can't see a match for her full name, so I don't know mm, yeah, what the character yeah. is. No. Yeah, not sure. Mm-mm. We don't know. Um, yeah, this, uh, yeah. De- oh, this is so good. And when I first saw this bit, I really thought that, um, that Matt had the tape on his arm that we spoke about in the last trailer. And um, so I was kind of trying to place it in the timeline, mm. but then I realized no. it's just the, the light hitting his arm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it looks yeah. like a cuff of some kind. Yeah. Like a, yeah, yeah. Like a gauntlet type thing. Yeah. But it definitely looks like, uh, I guess we'll have reason to return to the costume uh, later because it's in, it's in, uh, you can see more clearly in later shots, but definitely something, a lot of things have happened to the costume. And of course it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a, you know, more of a solid mask now and, We'll see how this and lines really up with the timeline. Well. From, like when yeah. we get that close up of Matt, the yeah. eyes like really popping red. It's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. Uh, and then of course this. Oh, and then my cat Murdoch is playing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> like you're talking about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very playful. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, of course, Electra seems to be having a lot of fun. Uh, and I just love after they're done fighting and she's like, uh, you hungry or what is it? What does she say? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh yeah. Hungry. Hungry. Yeah. Hungry. That's all. Yeah. Hungry. That's uh, like, what? <laughs> which, yeah, she's got that insane look to her. Uh, like yeah. when I did the, the screenshots, I got like, I took one of her where she looks insane. So you guys can go to my post where this is going to be linked in and, uh, just look at that. She looks insane. <laughs> And apparently hungry. So, um, mm. yeah. And then, of She's course, like Faith yeah. from Buffy, and that after she fights, it makes her hungry yeah. and horny. And then, of course, it switches to Matt with those scary, glowy red eyes. And yeah. he's kind of looking like, you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. He's like, <laughs> but, eh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those eyes look really, uh, really, really bizarre. Bad. Yeah, it's very yeah. sort of alien, alien mask. <laughs> um,. But I mean, it is a cool detail because I, I mean, in the comics, sometimes like the eyes are just like, it's just like a solid mask with not even real lenses to it. But that would, that would be suspicious. Like, I mean, this at least looks like he can see out of them or something, which is probably mm. the look he's going for. Otherwise it'd be weird. Um, so, but yeah, but that's a good, good close up of it. But he looks at, um, I don't know if that angle is probably, it's the best for that mask with those like lenses in them, but mm. it, yeah, it's a different look for sure. Um, and then um, we're cutting to a scene of like something, a, a lot of dead bodies outside a boat. Yeah. And I got very excited because in the, I got very excited and then I was like, Oh, actually <laughs> like, no. oh, dead people. because that in the corner me. there's a barrel and um, I really hoped it said Rand on it. Like, ooh, like yeah. and it was like a tie mm-hmm. to Danny Rand and yeah. the barrels that, you know, um, the, the blinded Matt and yeah. all this. And then it didn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I was really hoping it did. No, it says uh, fucks on them, I think. Like F-U-C-H-S. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, 
See, why couldn't it have said Rand? Yeah, <laughs> we want Rand to be responsible for everything. I want, I want Rand to be everywhere. I want it to be like <laughs> yeah. the Stark Industries of yeah. the Netflix shows. Um, and next, of course, is the scene you were talking about earlier where we have Foggy showing up really yeah. really worried like and it really actually reminds me almost of the scene from like the very opening scene of the first season where it's jack running towards the accident scene where yeah, Matt yeah. has just been yeah, good it's call. a thing like you're, yeah you're like showing up to a scene and then like oh no i know who's who's involved so i guess he uh and then he is running up the stairs uh and uh and then we have matt who is shirtless charlie cox yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a, a nice no detail shot. is that you can see his scarf yes, from Nobu still. Yes, that yes. was a really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. I was like, yes, that's good. Good. You want to have scar continuity on these kinds of yes, things. Yes, not like in the show Supernatural, if anyone watches that, where those guys <laughs> have been shot and stabbed a billion times. And whenever you see them shirtless, it's like, look at their skin as soft and unblemished as a baby's bottom. <laughs> You're like, no, they've been shot so many times. No healing factor. <laughs> no, no. Um, and uh, yeah, and of course, Foggy is taking care of Matt. And um, yeah. oh, and Matt seems to have a new painting on his wall. I, was like, I noticed okay. that too. That's in the next, yeah, in the next scene. Like after we see the costume on the floor, there's, uh, yeah, and the scene, yeah, the scene where um, uh, Matt is grabbing, I guess it's Foggy's coat or something. Like Foggy's getting yeah. ready to leave, is picking up his coat. Yeah, because when Matt's lying on the on the the, the the couch and you see his scar, he's got a jacket over him. Yeah, because you can see the inside lining. So I, because first of all, I was like, is he is he just been in his suit? But then I think in the background, Foggy's yeah. not wearing his jacket, so I think it must be Foggy's. But he's not wearing a jacket in the shot outside either. I maybe he, he's holding the jacket. We don't. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but anyway, I noticed that too. Like he did finally get some art. For his apartment, maybe not from Vanessa. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um, yeah, and it's, it's it looks like a fairly abstract painting. Um, so but it looks it looks nice there, I guess. Um, yeah, it looks yeah, okay. Yeah, you can see a lamp. It looks like he's fixed his wall as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, which he should have. It's probably been months since since that yeah. happened. So um yeah but anyway I, I mean this scene for me is, is we're on um, that murdoch interior design watch for the season <laughs> well we're on any kind of detail watch is what we're on yeah, really no are. broken nose watch this time though <laughs> yeah, no, time. No. um but yeah uh and i guess it's, it's, it's just where yeah i mean this is where we have um we're listening to matt and foggy talk um at the same like superimposed with some of the things happening in this trailer and uh for me i think i actually read one of the preliminary reviews that came out i guess they've released like the first seven episodes to a bunch of people and i'm actually i mean i'm gonna stay away from them i think from now on not because i was spoiled by the first one i wasn't and i actually posted it on my facebook page very spoiler free because it really doesn't it doesn't actually divulge any specific information of any kind it's, it's more like this was good you know this is uh and he uh, this reviewer um mentioned foggy as like most improved character uh oh, cool. um for this season because he mentioned that you know like well that particular reviewer actually liked foggy from the first season but he also acknowledged that a lot of people didn't he was the most um, diverse character. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, but he he said that Foggy really sort of grows this season. But um, and, and of course, I mean, it's going to be like 
almost 12 hours of entertainment and this is just one scene. But I really hope that, um, and I guess we'll get back to this about, you know, just Matt's kind of stiff upper lip throughout this, the, both of these two trailers really mm. is, is that um, I don't like, yeah, I get that there's going to be some tension between them because there's, I mean, there's going to be unresolved issues really from season one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is very much in line with the comic too, because I mean, that's always been a thing. Like Foggy's very supportive, but they have had this, I mean, they're like brothers. They love each other, but they've had, they've had their fair share of conflicts and that's very important. But I, considering this show is just such a condensed thing still, even with these many hours of, of coverage is still a very condensed thing. And I want them to be friends more often than not is what I'm saying. And I I really do want whatever is going on between them to be, you know, resolved. And for Matt to like, when he says, I, um, uh, and he's, when Matt says, I'm done apologizing to you for who I am. That really did take me back a little bit. I was like, Mm. I get that. He's probably, you know, saying that probably, probably from a position of like frustration and everything. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be complaining about foggy being like, Oh, he can't be supportive of his superhero friend or or whatnot. But But as we've said before, Matt is a terrible best friend. Yeah, he is a terrible best friend, but he, but he's not supposed to be a terrible person. And it's like, no, exactly. Yeah. uh, And I'm, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say worried. I'm mildly concerned that, um, because especially with the first season, we're, we're like, we're, we're done with that. We're done. I mean, because first, the first season was so much about like Matt just figuring himself out. Would, mm-hmm. He was really kind of in a place where he didn't even have a lot of, I would assume, mental space left over for his friends, really, or for any kind of relationships, which he didn't. I mean, he had Claire, but I mean, he wouldn't have told her anything either if she hadn't found, found him in a dumpster. So, I mean, even that was yeah. just a kind of an, an accident, the way that happened. But it's like, I... I need I need for Matt to be a you know effing human being. Uh, well, it would be good as well that. for him to have an ally because yeah. we've already got him up against the Punisher, and I'm presuming at some point uh, yeah. you know against Elektra, whom he doesn't trust. So yeah, and like if we presume that Karen still doesn't mm. know his identity, he needs an ally. Yeah. Stick isn't going to be his ally, mm. so then it should be Foggy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I, I'm Froggy's just. Pro- Froggy's yeah. proven himself. He has, and I feel like I need a little bit of that—the Murdoch charm, where like, yeah, he is a very driven, uh, mission-oriented person, but he's not only that. Like in the comics, he is a fully fleshed-out human being, and I yeah. need for him to be a fully fleshed-out human being in the show too. I like, I desperately need that. Um, yeah, because I'm not saying that he wasn't. He's, he's in not season the Punisher. One. The Punisher is no, the guy yeah. who is a machine. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the um, Punisher is like he's all about the mission. Machine of Matt, vengeance, yeah. yeah. Matt needs to be actually genuinely caring about his friends. Even in the comic when he does that in a way that doesn't make sense to, to anybody else, you still you need to feel that he feels that these people are important to him. And mm-hmm. um where it's like I yeah, I just don't I just want him to um no, he probably doesn't have to apologize to Foggy for who he is, but he probably does have to apologize to Foggy for a bunch of other things. <laughs> and yeah. I just, like, I need him, I need a little bit of humility out of that guy. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And that's the only, like... We see, in, in, a, yeah. um, we see in a minute as well that when, like, he walks walks out on Foggy, yeah. Foggy's got a broken arm. Yeah, so, yeah, mm. yeah. 
you know, something clearly happens like yeah. this big. We don't know what yet. Yeah, which also looks like when he's walking out of the office and it looks like a big meltdown. And I'm thinking, yeah, I can I can stand a little bit of drama between these two, but I need it to be... I don't want any prolonged fighting between Matt and Foggy. Like, I don't want that to be a thing for, like, 13, 14 Because we had episodes. it in last season. We, yeah, we had exactly. that. And, like, and I also, get, one, yeah. of, one of the things that Matt on my, on my, my podcast had said... Um, I think it was Matt, um, but I agreed with was we barely got any time in the first season of Matt, Foggy and Karen as kind of friends yeah. as a as a three before the whole fallout in the second yeah. half of the season. So I would like to see some of that, you know, yeah. like the whole bit we had in the first episode where they're sitting yeah. eating the meal that, yeah. that Karen prepared. I yeah. love that. I, yeah. You know, I would see more stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like I, and I get that they, they don't put stuff like that in the trailer, but it needs to, there needs to be a balance of things. Um, and, uh, and of course, I mean, with, with 12 hours of television to cover, which I, I mean, I think last season was 11 hours and 45 minutes or something like that. Um, I actually did a schedule for this when I prepared a full day <laughs> marathon with a bunch of friends. And I even scheduled like uh, our meals, which I prepared. <laughs> That's why I actually know that it was like 11 hours and 45 minutes. Because <laughs> we need to get it all done in one day. And like, okay, we're done with lunch. Everybody back. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, but I mean, so it's it's a lot of it's a lot of. Uh, I mean, we've only seen five minutes of like you know tiny little clips from mm. yeah, like twelve hours almost. Um, this may even be a little longer than than last season. Um, so of course, there's going to be some of that. I'm just sort of worried that because um, I mean, even this, it's obvious that they're drawing a lot of inspiration from the Bendis run and everything. But even the Bendis run, even as dark as that was, it had a lot of Matt Murdock humor in it. Like that oh, yeah. a lot of people forget. Yeah. And there's a lot of like this joking camaraderie between Matt and Foggy that's like very much um that that you know indicative of that run and like and Foggy's the only person really in Matt's corner and he's like there for him. He's solid and it's uh and and Matt is like it is also a friend back to him and they're joking and it's like and i i need that too i just i can't have yeah. like stone-faced mac matt being all you know like incensed by anyone you know critiquing him in in any kind of way so particularly as he is a character established that he's always second questioning himself. exactly yeah and they've not only established that in daredevil they also established it in jessica jones mm-hmm. they the mention of him yeah. in jessica jones was claire saying he's a guy who questions yeah everything he does yeah yeah so yeah um but um anyway then we uh cut to a helicopter over yeah there's a lot of emergency like city hall yeah it looks like city hall could be definitely yeah yeah some kind of um public building definitely i'm sure there's an episode and this is kind of spoilery so i don't know if i should say it should i say it um, I don't know what you're going to say. So. Okay. Um, there's an episode called The People versus Frank Castle, um, I think. And that tells me that it's something to do with the Punisher in court. And I wonder Ooh, if this is yeah, it. Could be. Um, have they actually released the names of the episodes? I no, that? this is something I just, I've seen You've a while it. ago from an extra. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I've actually got, um, I think... Two of the guests who are going to be on the on the show 
for episode 10 or 11, mm-hmm. I can't remember which one they're on for, um, for when we cover the series, were extras in that episode or in episode oh, okay. 10 or 11. Yeah. So I'm hoping we can get some juicy gossip. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, we have Matt in his civilian clothes talking to Claire. Yeah at her yeah place. no she's very angry <laughs> this is not your city anymore like you lost control this buddy this is jessica jones city yeah, exactly like i've switched teams now yeah in more ways than what no i'm kidding no <laughs> no i yeah. undid jessica jones pants yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder she, if she's she going jump. to mention jessica jones in this series to matt i'm sure yeah i would think so although i'm i mean she wouldn't appear but it would be like yeah, I know other people like you. They're nicer. No, you're not the only one. <laughs> right, you're not a special snowflake. Yeah, don't be such a stuck-up diva. Um, yeah, but he's really like he looks like he's about like I don't know, take something out of a medicine cabinet. But no, I'm sure he approached her work and she got him into a private room and that's what he's doing in there. Yeah, I didn't just maybe walk he's in at there. the hospital. This is when Foggy hurts his arm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe so. That's the rhythm, and he's like... Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny like, if, like, Foggy hurt his arm doing something really, you know, <laughs> mundane? Oh, <laughs> Like, I tripped on the way up. Putting, putting up the sign, the Nelson Murdoch sign. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah, but I like to... I like that fire in Claire. Uh, and especially, like, yeah. in the last trailer, like, she tells Foggy the city needs him, and now it's like, it's not your city <laughs> apparently some shit's <laughs> been going down in between those two scenes she's yeah. lost faith um and next we have matt crashing through a window yeah. and that's kind of an awesome looking shot actually this quick scene so is matt to... crashes through a window yeah and then we cut very very briefly to like people escaping from something but it looks like it's a prison transport and i uh based that mainly on the fact that um you're looking at the guys walking out and like their fists are kind of held together as if they were handcuffed. And then there's like some kind of um, like some kind of type of fencing or, or like a fence or something in the background or like a bars or not bars, but um, like a, it looks like a caged area. I wonder if we'll get a mention of Kingpin. Yeah. Prison. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I'm sure we will. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they'll, he'll be referenced in some way. Definitely. Yeah. I, it would surprise me if they didn't mention him. Um, and then, of course, we cut to... This is actually Matt thinking. This is where he's he's holding his helmet, or like the mask slash helmet. And it looks like the new mask. It's definitely the new mask. And yeah. um, that's the one with the spooky eyes in it. Uh, but I like that you can like see the horns a bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. But uh, he's clearly um, thinking about his life choices and which is of course uh i think in the script he's saying um, it says something like it's not working yeah he's, my, my method doesn't work or something or um work. yeah it's uh let's see where did i write that down oh it's again here it is here it is uh um dum, 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 dum. yeah it's um uh oh damn it where is it <laughs> How did I not put that in here? Because he's uh, he's saying. Oh wait a second! I'm just gonna. Let's see. No, he's saying something along the lines of, "What if my way isn't working? What if it never has?" Yeah, it's something like that. That's what like he's that. saying. Yeah. So clearly, he's probably maybe alone, and and foggy walked down on him, and like the city's falling apart, and and uh, 
Um, yeah, his, uh, and especially if he's thinking, even the things that, like, that they talked about earlier, where he's driven out the Yakuza, even that right. didn't actually accomplish anything. It just opened <laughs> up, some, like, you know, a, an avenue for somebody else yeah. to come in and do something. So um, he's probably having a low moment right here when he's sitting yeah. on the couch. Um, poor guy. Just questioning everything. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we cut to briefly to the Punisher, who is definitely in the hospital. Um, yeah, I guess it's yeah. the same scene from probably. I mean, probably set around the same time as the last trailer, and and then of course we have exploding motorcycles. Yeah, a lot of motorcycles. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks really cool. And then the, the, I think the next shot is them on the rooftop. Yeah, it looks like they're facing down the Yakuza, and this yeah. is when we see Electra's new costume, which. Yeah. You get a flash of red as she's walking. Yeah. But it looks... You see how much. Yeah. But it also looks like, I mean, the things, like, she's got the straps around her arms and legs. Yeah. Maybe that's just, uh, maybe she just took a cue from Matt. You know, like, hey, I like to, you know, when I'm about to punch something and my fists aren't good enough, I'll just wrap something around them and that helps. (laughs) She's like, oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) I'm totally stealing that. protection. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but I like it with I love it with that water tower though. That's so like, yeah, it's kitchen. so good. Yeah, so New York and Daredevil. I love it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like they're doing an epic ninja battle. Which this was when I wrote in my notes ninjas, yeah. and then I wrote in my next note they're wearing red. Yeah, and then I wrote my next note the hand. Yeah, and, exclamation and they're horribly That's outnumbered too. So yes. I'm, I'm sure they'll. Um, uh, they'll survive and live to tell about it. But uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, I guess this is maybe after their big battle. They're feeling a little steamy and uh, a little, I don't know, yeah. something. And uh, well, do we have the um, the bit before they sort of get a bit steamy, don't they? Where is it? Where we see Nobu's weapon from season one? Is that before they get steamy? Yeah, that is before. Yeah. We actually see the. Of, you see it hit the floor, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's what Nobu was using. Right, because we cut to like Matt with his shirt off, which is, I guess, how he prefers it, uh, and Electra, I guess, back at his place. And then it cuts to oh, Matt that's fighting it, someone. Yeah. And then you have the ninjas who are like scaling the wall of some tall building. Yeah. Um, and then so we cool. have Stick, who is talking, who's you know mentioning the hand. And then we have that Nobu weapon. Yeah. So I was very excited by this. Yeah. Because, oh, so exciting. And then <laughs> isn't there the bit where they look in the big hole in the, in the ground? Um, yeah. Or that's, is it uh, where the guy takes off his, his mask? Right. And after, I don't, yeah. And yeah, before they look down the hole, it's uh, some guy t- taking off his mask and we don't know who that is. And I that's, can't um, recognize the voice because no. a lot of people are convinced it's Peter Shinkoda. He's been very quiet on the yeah. subject. Yeah. I, being slightly deaf, couldn't tell if that's Peter Shinkoda's voice or not. Yeah. Um, I really hope it is because because that would be awesome. It would show the power of the hand yeah. that they could resurrect. It would be something completely out of Matt's comprehension. Yeah. That they yeah. could bring this guy back to life. Yeah. It's all would also tie in nicely as a little bit of foreshadowing for Electra. Yeah. Um, I really hope it is. And also Peter Shinkoda's an awesome guy and, you know, deserves yeah. uh, you know, a part in season two. Right. So I'm really hoping it is him. Yeah, and it looks like, I mean, it's someone standing next to what looks like a coffin of some, or like a sarcophagus or mm. something like that. Um, 
but yeah, it looks uh, has kind of a, a ritualistic um, tone to it. So, and then the next one is them looking down a, a hole. Um, so, do you think with this, because we had the whole thing in season one of the Yakuza, uh, obviously helping out Kingpin, and all yeah. they wanted was this certain plot of land. Yeah. And Nobu kept being like, no, it has to be this plot of land. Yeah. And we, and it looked like they were building something under that plot because they right. had the little map at the start of season one. And we actually asked Peach and Coda if this mm-hmm. was tying, you know, like what this was tying in with to Shadowland. Yeah. It really seems to be that they're linking to Shadowland. Yeah. Which is okay. <laughs> it's not my as, as long as they don't link it too much to Shadowland because, uh, yeah. no, I mean, no, they're, they're not going to have Matt be possessed by a demon. I'm pretty sure. That, I can imagine yeah. Shadowland being a good story for them to combine all the defenders together because it's such a Hell's Kitchen centric story, you know. Yeah, but you can't. Can you really? But you can't have him a, do that story without demon. doing that. All the stupid stuff that happened to Matt. Yeah. Um, although, honestly, to be fair, like having Matt be possessed by a demon is by far. I mean, it's not even close to being the most stupid thing that's ever happened to that character. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mike Murdoch. Mike Murdoch. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Yeah, he was possessed by his own insanity to uh, to pretend to be his fictional, completely made up twin brother for like. And then was like, I want to issues. propose to Karen, but who should I? Propose? I know. That's like that's when you know you have a very sort of like not a very good sense of who you are. Um, yeah, that's Moon Knight levels of insanity. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So. Uh, yeah, but I think that yeah, they're probably uh, they're probably in that lot, and uh, not much of anything really to look at. There's some scaffolding, and and um, yeah, it looks very ancient, mm. doesn't it? Like, ooh, it's been under that building for a long time. I'm excited. I'm hoping this is this is going to tie in with Iron Fist as well. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. they would tie it in with Luke Cage, but yeah, no, particularly I, yeah. as Luke Cage is going to be set in Harlem. But I'm it doesn't have excited. to be tied in with Luke Cage, though. I mean, there's particular, True. and I would actually prefer that they do as much. Well, as it wasn't possible. tied in with Jessica yeah. Jones, was it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, and yeah. I I would prefer that they do as much as possible of the overtly supernatural stuff in Iron Fist because I yeah. it's like. You know, a lot, yeah, I mean, I don't mind ninjas, but it's like, people have been like, oh, the rising is about the beast and everything. I'm like, please keep the beast out of this, like, <laughs> please. Like, like you can hint at, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a different realm, the ninjas. They it's, can it's worship all mysterious. something called like, the beast, but we don't want the beast right, like, running I mean, around. I'm fine if they hint at that kind of thing, but it's like, I would just prefer that, especially for live action, like, just mm. try to keep this as street level as you, as you can, because it just, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's cleaner that way. Um, and if Matt yeah. has like a fall like he does in Shadowland, yeah. don't make it because he's possessed by the beast. Make it because of his own yeah. errors or something. No, you know? but I, I can't even imagine that they would do, they would adapt Shadowland for this. It was, I mean, yeah. it is like one of the least popular Daredevil stories ever told. I can't, I mean, I can't even, wow. I mean, now you're getting me scared uh <laughs> no 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 i, I don't can't think even... they're gonna do it either i think no, i think no. i like that they're kind of taking bits from it almost mm-hmm. i think they could do like a shadowland like story and that hell's kitchen becomes under the control of the hand so they have to fight the hand and in that way it becomes yeah quote yeah. unquote shadowland but not with like matt declaring him they're building no. a temple right. in the middle of yeah. hell's kitchen and being like i'm in charge and i'm going to wear a black costume and yeah, and especially to the extent that Shadowland even makes sense in the comics, 
it has a completely different build up to it over years yeah, and years exactly. and years yeah, and years exactly. of history with a hand. Whereas and you this need is to like build up with bullseye yeah. as well. I mean, yeah. it, it comes about after, especially after you know his whole thing with the kingpin and his many, many, like many encounters with the hand. In this case, he's a he's a newbie. Like, I mean, Stick left him before he even got around to explaining what the war was about, and then now this happens. So I'm I'm sure that the correct response for Matt in this situation is that unlike Electra, who apparently went graduated from Stick School, um, Stick and, School, yeah, well, she she did the whole program and graduated. I I see. Yeah. Whereas Matt should just be sort of like, huh? <laughs> well, it's um, even in season one yeah. when he fought Nobu, he said to Foggy, yeah. I think he was some kind of ninja. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, I think he was a ninja because I've encountered ninjas before. He's like, yeah, or oh, I am one. Ninja. Or something. Yeah, no. And Foggy's like, eh? Yeah, exactly. And, he, and he's all, yeah, and even he is sort of basing that on uh, actually having probably very limited uh, information on what a ninja is. He's basing it basically on like, well, he did this, the, these kicks had this weapon or, you know, when he was Japanese yeah. or something. So, yeah, yeah I mean, um, so I'm thinking Matt should probably come into this whole, I mean, to the extent that he's, he's exposed to this mysterious mystical realm, it should be new to him. He shouldn't, I mean, he shouldn't really know what it is he's up against. Electra mm. would know more about that than he would. So, I wonder um, if Electra has come to Matt for help and stuff, but is actually a double agent. Yeah, I mean, there's always something. I mean, he clearly doesn't trust her, and I'm thinking he. I don't know if if he will start to like. I mean, he could easily sleep with her without trusting her, because um, we know he. Yeah, does, he's Matt. Yeah. He's Matt Murdock. <laughs> Which is, what he does? <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, we cut to more of um. Daredevil fighting. And actually, this is also a scene, like, right after the one with the hole is another one where uh, one part of his face is kind of blurred out the way it is when he's, like, listening yeah. for something. Um, yeah. Uh, so, again, that might be that effect or it might just be a different kind of blur. But it doesn't look like this. It's just blurred on one side of his face. Um, and uh, more ninja fighting. And then, oh, he goes out another window. Yeah. Or does. Yeah. I like as well that we've got the yellow lighting again. I yeah, know I mentioned yeah, it about the first yeah. trailer, but it's so intrinsic to Daredevil. It's like the purple lighting in Jessica Jones. Mm -hmm. You don't notice it so much at the time, but yeah. then when you go back, you're like, oh, yeah, it's just so much a part of the feel of the show. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, me too. Um, and uh, next is, uh, I guess... The guy with the sword who might be, is this who we're thinking might be Nobu or is this somebody else? I don't, I think it's someone else. Yeah. Because he's got like a, a katana, but I, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Although I think, I'm sure originally they were going to have, um, in season one, they were going to have, gonna have ugh, I can't speak, going to have Kariji in it as yeah. well. Because Nobu was going to be like, oh, Daredevil, you will fight Kariji. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nobu was going to like run off. And then they decided to just go with Nobu. So maybe they're going to introduce Kariji in the second series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he's got a sword like that. I just Googled him on the site. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I just accidentally said Kigiri because apparently I, well, I haven't really thought about this character in like three years. So <laughs> it's <laughs> Kariji, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, actually, I mean, that actually does look sort of similar to, to what he looks like in the, uh, in the comics. I mean, not the same color outfit, but definitely the similar sword. Um, 
And again, we have uh, the Punisher blowing stuff up. It's what he does. He loves it. Yeah, he loves it. He does. I don't know what this is. He's blowing up a warehouse or something. Yeah, um, so you can't really tell. And then it's just like very fast shots in this. Yeah. And then, of course, the next scene is uh, Karen and Foggy sort of, like, cowering in fear. Or, well, yeah. Foggy is it. He's like, oh, Karen just is, like, standing there and cluelessly watching something. I'm, I, still, I'm going to assume, like, I mean, she's going to know Matt as Daredevil pretty, probably pretty early on in season she two. I'm to. sure. Yeah. yeah. It just feels like so much of, I mean, in order for them to even, like, if they start some kind of relationship, like, She's gonna know. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's probably gonna. I mean, if they want to be true to the comics at all, he's gonna tell her. He's not gonna wait for her to find out. He's gonna actually just tell her, um, which would be the right thing. And I think, especially with Foggy knowing, it would it would mm. push him even more to tell her. Um, yeah, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. Like maybe they start this sort of, you know, maybe by the start of season uh, season two, they're kind of. Dating, sort of, mm-hmm. and then she finds out, and then that's when Electra enters the picture, and Matt kind of gets closer to Electra because that all his feelings come up again, yeah. and that pushes Karen away, and yeah. that's what maybe starts her descent. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. There's an awful lot of awful stuff that's going to go down in this season, isn't there? Mm. I fear for everybody. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we have some uh, more uh, ass kicking, and then we cut to some love making <laughs> in a boxing ring. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Desecrating your father's memory, there, Matt. If that's what yeah. it looks like, let's go to Fogwell's gym and make out, and then some. I don't know, um, but it's yeah. interesting that he's grasping her neck in a sort of like "don't try anything with me" <laughs> kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Is it I mean this is this going to be the first bit of action that Matt has cuz he and Claire didn't sleep together did no, they? No. And it's interesting so, I think didn't they say that um Rosario Dawson No, 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 it wasn't her. It was um um uh, Ruth. Uh what's her name? Um you interviewed them. The screenwriters. Um the couple who's also screenwriters that you interviewed. Oh, um Chris Dawson Ruth. Ruth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah, uh, right. Christos Gage and Ruth, middle name, something age. Um, Fletcher. yes, <laughs> that wasn't she the one who mentioned that she suggested that Matt and Claire not sleep together after she has that traumatic event. I think in, so. Which makes perfect four, where sense. Because... Yeah. Where she was like, no, that wouldn't happen in real life. Like, no, she's yeah. not going to be like assaulted and then just go sleep with someone. Um, which is probably a good idea because I would have, it just would have seemed weird, honestly. Yeah. So yes, this is Matt's first bit of a, I actually, whoops, it's one of my cats. <laughs> He's actually playing with a Wi-Fi. Let's not, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to go over there and just correct the. Murdoch. Yes. Just because we're talking about you. <laughs> your namesake. Yes. There we go. Okay. We don't want the Wi-Fi to cut out. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> But we're gonna just we're gonna leave this in because it's just this is how how authentic we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like recorded in our respective living rooms and it, yeah, uh, <laughs> or something. Um, yeah. So this is no. But I was gonna say I just read like uh, read some uh, piece of fanfic the other day, which is oh so much of it is garbage. But there's some that that's you know worth reading. But mm-hmm. anyway, was the story about like you know Matt and Karen 
going off together and then like in a relationship, but not sleeping together because Matt was kind of chased for something. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was kind of, it was a well-written one. I don't want to, you know, uh, I'm not going to, um, uh, be hard on this ride or anything it was actually you know better written than most things out there but it was uh that little detail was sort of like no that that's he doesn't have the those kinds of issues with morality <laughs> yeah exactly he's very like, poor you know it really sex. doesn't i mean yeah. he's no, not waiting yeah. till marriage yeah. no 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 and i've always i mean i've personally always objected to like the whole man whore thing because no he doesn't sleep around that much but yes mm. he is in relationships or even casual hookups, and he does have sex with those women. And it's not like it's not like he needs treatment. It's not like he goes out and goes to bars and like picks up women. That's not it. But he doesn't. I mean, no, he's not the wait until marriage kind of type. So never mm-hmm. has been. Um, <clears throat> but of course, then we cut to the Punisher again, and then to a very interesting scene of somebody falling and. Yeah, Matt chasing after. Do we know who that person is? Is it Claire? I think it's Claire. It looks like Claire. You get like a. a, a it looks. You get like yeah. a, a flash of like the shoes, yeah. which look like sneakers, and the trousers, <laughs> which look like scrubs. Yeah. So I think um, it's Claire, and I think this looks really cool, and I like what they're doing here because obviously this is already. It looks like the. I mean, this is the kind of rope that the ninjas came up using, like in the previous scene. So it's probably the same scene where he's using that to jump off a building and go after her, but he doesn't have his own grappling hook or anything, mm-hmm. which I am 100% fine with because that looks good in comics. It is very, very difficult to make that look good yeah. in live action. And a lot of people, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it should be like in the comics, but like, no, when you do it in a different format, you do something that look that might look really cool and breathtaking in a comic book is just not going to translate to live action that well. And I think mm-hmm. this is great to be able to do this kind of scene, but where he's actually using like a rope that's already there. Um, yeah. Looks awesome. I had another note, which I didn't mention, but one of the bits where mm-hmm. Punisher and, and Matt are fighting, Punisher is, uh, Frank is holding one of the um, the billy clubs. Oh. I think. It looks yeah. like it. So, And he's kind of... And it looks like it's the the rooftop fight where yeah. Matt ends up getting chained yeah, up. Um, but it looks like Frank is kind of rushing towards him with the billy club. So he's got like his weapon. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. 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 But it, I mean, it makes it like in the Daredevil movie, he did have like a grappling hook and everything. And it, it was just, uh, but you just, I mean, everybody complained about how much CGI you needed to even do that. And then he's going to look like Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. that's just not gonna. It's not gonna be a good style for him. Particularly in, in they're replicating movie. exactly like yeah, no, like pictures from right. the comics, which yeah. always takes you out of it. It's kind of like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um, if you if you can't, I didn't, make even, it look I didn't good. even write the final shot of the the first season. You know, where it's him leaping down with the no. arms crossed. Yeah, because it looked too much like. And here's a panel from the comic, and right. I was like, no, it doesn't work on yeah, the screen. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like in real life, I mean, in the comics, and it's not just people with the, the characters with superpowers, but even essentially like non-powered characters like Black Widow or, or I mean, well, she's got a little bit of maybe extra serum. <laughs> but, but I mean, but they will like jump off, a, you know, a three-story building and be fine. And it's like, well, that's not going to actually, that, I mean, you're not going to be able to put a scene like that in a movie or a television show and not have people go, huh? 
Yeah. Um, if you well, like in the yeah. movie, like, you know, the movie, they had a lecture leaping from rooftop to rooftop in heels. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> Is this the Electra movie? Because I actually haven't seen that. No, it's been... the Daredevil movie. Oh. You know, she doesn't know one too? She leaps across rooftops oh. and she's wearing heels. But oh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. wire work, oh. but it's very bad wire work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. The one at the end before she's killed. Yeah. Yeah, I know which one you mean. Okay. Um, Don't watch the Electra movie. It's terrible. We'll be talking no, about it yeah. in about a week's, uh, two weeks' time on... Um, defenders podcast yeah it's like I've been because thinking, i refuse yeah. to rewatch it again no and i've been thinking about i'd see i think it's even like on on my netflix like i could see it for free right now if i wanted to but th that's the thing i don't want to and like i yeah, it's, so it's terrible everybody i've never seen the electra movie i've never really had a desire to if you're watching the Electra movie just because you love Daredevil, then just look up deleted scenes, Electra movie, and you'll see a like yeah. thirty second appearance by Daredevil that was or by Matt Murdock that was yeah. cut out final movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Just watch that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think I have seen that. I think that's on YouTube or something. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. but I was. Yeah. No, I mean it was just such a poorly conceived character to begin with. It was. Uh, yeah, definitely. The only thing that and came they, they, out of they that had was, to give that yeah. it's like they like I've said before I don't think she's a strong enough character no. from the comics to hold her own movie and what they did in the movie was they were like so desperate to make her kind of interesting that they gave her OCD and I was like what why they did yeah she has what? OCD in it oh my god I didn't know it's this very weird. oh it's that's very awful weird. Oh, you also god. have Stick in it who's played by a sleepwalking Terrence Stamp he's like yeah. sleepwalking his way through the role yeah like where's my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really not a good movie, unfortunately. Yeah. Anyway, we and a end... horrible, horrible version of Typhoid Mary as well. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. Typhoid Mary's in it. Oh, yeah. See, I... she's not Typhoid. She's she's Typhoid Mary in name, but uh -huh. not in character at all. Okay. They basically change her powers just so they can have a a a kiss between her and Electra, which isn't really a kiss. You know, to it's like, oh look, women kissing. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's very bad. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I'm getting more angry thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, okay, let, let's move on to like the final the final few scenes here uh or the final few um uh shots because it's now we cut to they're back at the diner and Electra is being very like have you been working <laughs> What is it she say? Oh, have you been have you been working out? I like that. I I, I, I appreciate that. that. Yeah. yeah. And she's eating chips, isn't she? And I was I like, know. you do not eat chips. I was thinking that too. I was like, yeah, um on the other hand, I'm sure she uh, she works out a lot, but it yeah, uh, that looks good actually. It's a burger and some fries and some coffee. And is Matt eating anything? I'm not sure. Like, well, there's a shot of him, but we don't really see what he's. He just doesn't. It looks like she's eating, and he's like sitting there, you know, <laughs> yeah. against his wishes, just like listening just to, like, her, oh. like hearing her out. But that would actually be kind of fun if she orders food and he doesn't. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and of course, she points at him with her fry or chip, as you say in the UK, yeah. which is chip. Chip, yeah. Yeah. Um, in Swedish, really we call it pomfrit from the French. Hmm? Yes, <laughs> pomfrit. Um, yeah. <laughs> Apple of the earth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's um, she's really fun in this trailer. Yeah, she uh, yeah exactly, and that's she she is fun. She's feisty. She's got like. This kind of, you know, devil may care, pun, no pun mm -hmm. intended, uh, attitude um, that I just, I really enjoy. And I can kind of see like how Matt would just against not really wanting to, but be sort of attracted by 
the way she's not like holding back or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, she does still seem like kind of an, an interesting person. She does also seem like pretty much a sociopath. Um, yeah. Where she, uh, I mean, especially like she takes out all those people. It's like hungry. <laughs> um, which also reminds me Maybe of... Maybe that's the scene after they go and get changed and then they <laughs> right. go, that's why he's not eating anything. Yeah, that was just a warm-up. Like, no, yeah. you psychopath. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm not really in the mood for anything. Um, no, but again, from uh, the... Uh, like, if you look at the second episode of season one, where Matt is telling that the Russian mobster that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm enjoying that. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this because I enjoy it. And here it's like she's doing all of this because she very clearly enjoys it. Whereas Matt is the one who's more sort of, oh, I don't know about this. Um, well, I mean, he he does it, but he doesn't, she gets so much pleasure out of it that he, uh, he does doesn't. It. Oh, see, yeah. Yeah. I'm just Which, thinking, yeah, apart from the scene in the first episode in season one, yeah. eating the meal, do we ever see Matt eat again in no. this season? Oh, he eats an ice cream in flashback. Yeah. Is that it? We never he drinks see a lot of again. beer. He drinks a lot of beer. He does, yeah, that's true. He drinks a lot. He doesn't eat much. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I never realized that. I just suddenly was like, huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. No, he doesn't eat much. And it doesn't seem like he's got a lot of stuff in his fridge either, which is, I guess he orders takeout. He does mention that. He makes that like taste. a grapefruit for Claire, doesn't he? Like chop a grapefruit in half. Yeah. For breakfast. Yeah, and he does cook an omelette or something. But we yeah. don't see him eating it. Does Matt have an eating disorder? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how is he eating enough calories? Yeah, he's going yeah, to do yeah. that workout. Matt, I'm worried about you. Yes. Like, yeah, you're not taking good care of yourself. High protein diet, Matt. Yeah. It's actually, I've noticed I'm trying to eat a high protein diet right now. It's really hard to get like 160 yeah, grams of protein. I have a good it. recipe for protein bars. I'll send it to you. Oh, thank you. Yep. Yeah. You have one, you have half a bar um, just before you work out and one, the other half just after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, we got a little bit off topic there. Although, yeah, I mean, of course they do work out. And I mentioned, um, yeah, I mean, bodybuilding.com actually did a story on Charlie Cox's workout routine, which I thought was really funny. So um, uh, I'm sure he's put on even more muscle for this, yeah. this season, which is funny because he said like he didn't work out, like he'd never had a gym membership before Jared Devil. Which he was. There's, a, there's definitely a clip. I've seen a clip of him in something else mm-hmm. where he's doing like, um, oh God, what are they called arm dips. You oh, know, like yeah. um, like dips. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, dips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like pretty jacked in that, and that definitely isn't from Daredevil. I don't mm-hmm. know what it's from. Yeah. Um, from like a few years ago. So I think he's just a guy who likes keeping active. And yeah. I mean. There's something Chris Brewster said as well. He was, I mean, he was very, very humble because we were yeah. like praising him and stuff. And he said, you know, you'd be amazed at how much of the fighting is Charlie and how yeah. Charlie just throws himself into yeah. all kinds of things and how, you know, he's so physically fit, um, which is very cool because when when Charlie Cox is interviewed, he's just, you know, yeah. complimenting Chris Brewster. Yeah. So it's like, oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, you can tell he's definitely a guy that just likes being physically yeah. fit and, you know. Yeah, and yeah, and he, yeah, he's he's mentioned that a lot that he likes the physical aspects of getting into, um, yeah, a role like this. So, and you can definitely t- tell, because um, and it does take a lot of like he does it does take a lot of just body awareness in all of this. Even I mean, including like the scene in the very beginning where he's 
just this awareness of how he is in that body from just doing like regular, very minor, subtle things to all out kicks and fights and everything. The yeah. entire spectrum of things, which is I, it's very, uh, it's such a crucial part of the character, both in and out of costume that it's, um, and he does it, he really nails it. So good on yeah, you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was me trying Australian. I, I don't really <laughs> <laughs> I know that was horrible. I'm, I'm sure I offended an Australian somewhere. Um yeah. No, my, my brother was a foreign exchange student in Australia. I've met a lot of his friends, so they all sound like that to me. <laughs> um well, I guess uh we should probably round this up because this has been going on pretty long too. Um uh, I was thinking we should, we would you know keep it under the one hour forty five minutes of the previous week's episode, but I think I think we managed that, but just barely. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. We've got there to talk is about a lot to talk about. Eating yeah. habits, and, yeah. yeah, definitely. So um, I guess, uh, and this time we didn't ask the fans for anything, like no locations or anything. So, uh, but no, everybody, feel I don't free think there to was comment. any that I particularly noticed. And I was like, Ooh, no. where's that? You know? Yeah. Well, if, so, if anybody's been to this particular diner where Electra and Matt are eating, <laughs> <laughs> give yeah. us a shout out. So, <laughs> or let us know. And, um, uh, yeah, very, very fascinating trailer, which delivered much more than I had thought. Cause like I said, I was, I was skeptical. Like, how do you make Electra sufficiently interesting for this kind of major appearance? And, uh, it looks mm. like, uh, looks like they're, they're doing well. Now we just need to see, uh, I, I still, I do need to see the softer side of Matt as well. Um, I hope we'll get to see that. I'm wondering if we'll just get a hint at Bullseye in this season. Yeah, maybe. Just a hint. Yeah. Which, of course, brings us to, do you think there will be a third season? I hope so. I think it will be after the Defenders, yeah. though. Because I don't know how they're going to yeah. get that in before the Defenders. So I think we'll have Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Maybe Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil 3, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones 2, Defenders. I don't yeah. know. I really hope there is a third season. Though. I hope so, too. I mean, it does seem like... I mean, from Netflix's point of view, they seem to be reviewing or renewing pretty much everything that does even okay of their own. Mm. But I mean, of course, this, this was just sort of, I mean, it was pitched as a whole package deal with this Defenders yeah. miniseries. And then I think they ended up having a property on their hands that was actually more successful than they expected. Yeah. And then and then it also kind of, it's right now it's sort of like people are like, yeah, Defenders, whatever. That's in the future. I mean... If they, I, I mean, if they can just have the contracts with all these actors extended, which I think should be fine because they all seem to be very happy doing this, then there's, I mean, they could potentially postpone the defenders and just like milk the all the individual series for what they're worth. Yeah, I think but, it is in the contract though that that they have to deliver the defenders by a certain date. Okay, I'm sure I've heard that. Yeah, um, I'm just I, saying I that could be re- renegotiated could be if everybody but, agrees sorry? to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know, um, but that doesn't mean that they can't do series after the Defenders. Yeah, it doesn't mean that Defenders is like the definite end. Mm-hmm. Um, Could be a Defenders you know. too. Yeah, yeah, or um, yeah, or it goes. I mean, it's kind of like the Avengers. You could have different teams of Defenders. You know, yeah. you could bring in other characters like Moon Knight. You know, so if if one actor you know decides you know they end their contract then you 
you could bring in uh, do a moonlight se- a moonlight series and bring yeah. in Moon Knight or Shang Chi or something like that, you know, yeah. or yeah. just spin off into a heroes heroes for hire one if it was just going to be Iron Fist and yeah. the Cage. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot they can do with it. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I just hope that. Um, I hope this uh, will deliver. Um, from the only review I've read so far, um, there it's getting really good reviews. So, then again, you never—I yeah. mean, you never know. Um, I mean, it's going to be a little bit different for every fan. I mean, what exactly you want to get out of this—you know—the viewing experience. Um, but it's, it's looking good. And now that I, I know that they've uh, done something interesting with it with Electra, that. Um, gives me a little bit of um, of comfort, <laughs> puts my mind at yeah. ease. So, um, but I guess um, I think are we done? I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So um, thank you to all our listeners, and um, please get in touch. Yeah, thanks, there's guys. Anything you want to comment on, and and uh, maybe we'll uh, talk to you again before <laughs> the Daredevil uh, series or season two. Um, premiere who knows if they release like four different teasers we need to pick a part or something <laughs> yeah. Or kids, or, yeah. i'm definitely up for doing that yeah so I am too. i'm happy to daredevil anytime yeah um i i mentioned as well my podcast the week before the show it's netflix we will be doing a sort of very quick episode just um discussing some of the recent news about mm. the, the the series but also we're going to look at uh, very briefly discuss the electra movie and the four kind of iterations of Punisher that have been mm. seen um, on screen before, which includes the um, Dirty Laundry, or Laun- Dirty Laundry, I think it's called, yeah. a fan film starring Thomas Jane, which mm-hmm. you can see on YouTube. So if you've seen any of those, then feel free to send us feedback. Cause, yep. you know, at send us post at gmail.com because, you know, we want to hear about that. I, uh, yeah, my you already know my thoughts about the Electra movie. Yeah. <laughs> Don't watch the Electra movie. And Don't. I'm saying that not having seen it. And I watch not, Punisher yeah. Warzone instead. There's a bit where mm. the Punisher blows up a, yeah. a parkour person midair with a rocket launcher. Which is the one with uh, Dolph Lundgren in it? That's just called the Punisher, but it's the oh, okay. 89 yeah. one. Then the next one is called the Punisher, which is the one with Thomas Jane. And then you get Punisher Warzone, mm. which is Ray Stevenson, in which he blows up a, a parkour person midair with a rocket launcher, which is still my favorite moment in any comic book movie ever because it's just beautiful. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I think, um, bye everybody. And do we say bye. Excelsior? Excelsior! <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported international license. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!